0: Let's bring in Scott Mitchell, our TSN 1050 Blue Jays reporter. Scotty, we just did the Vladi tracker. He's it looks like he's back on track. The the hitless streak of one game is over. It's good to see.
1: I know it was rough. <laughs> you know, I had to make a bunch of calls, figure out what was going on with him, but uh, he's back on track. So
0: I, I know we were all nervous. We we're expecting him to do the, just just be amazing every game. Uh, real quick, Scott, since joining Buffalo, we're now 13 games in. I have just been so impressed with what this guy has done. Not striking out. Much. Now, he struck out twice yesterday. That's his first uh, double digit or or, or, uh, multiple strikeout game, uh, second one since joining the Bisons. But this guy, the eye he showed, the patience. Now we're starting to see the power having four straight games with home runs. What have you made in that small sample size of being up it with Triple A Buffalo?
1: Yeah, I mean, you mentioned that. Two strikeout game the other night. I think that's uh, my last count. That's the only, only the sixth multiple strikeout game that he's had this year, which is um, absolutely amazing, yeah. considering we're in an era of Launch angles and uh very little contact, and, and trying to hit home runs. I mean, this guy, his hit tool is, is just unbelievable. And um, you know, I don't think anyone really expected him to have much trouble with AAA. I mean, this is kind of just just status quo for him. I mean, it is a little bit of a challenge, and, and you will see. I mean, you know, hitting hitting four sixty, four fifty, four twenty, uh, it's just not going to happen. So he's definitely going to be challenged a little bit more, and, and we're seeing that a, a little bit at a very. At a very low level, but um, yeah, I mean, you can't you can't overlook the hit tool. That's the most impressive part. I mean, you look at the guy's body, um, you look at the way the game is played today. You, you almost kind of expect the power uh, to, for him to grow into that. But but this hit tool is is going to be the separator between um, you know guys that hit two eighty with with 25, 30 home runs and, and guys that are potentially you know I don't I don't even want to say the term but but Hall of Fame caliber guys cool. hit. 320, 325, um, you know, the ceiling on this guy is just absolutely unbelievable. And, and you see him adjust, and he adjusts so quickly to each level. And, um, you know, just the fact that, uh, you know, he's a guy that's just turned 19 still less than six months ago. And he's doing this. And when you look at Juan Soto and Ronald Lacuna, um, you know, you, you look at what they're doing this year and you, you wonder what Vladdy is, is capable of, you know, as a 20-year-old as a next season, as a 21-year-old. And, man, the, the, the sky is just the limit. And, you know, you, you've you suffered through a couple of years of bad baseball here, but um, this guy is going to be a reason to go out and watch the Toronto Blue Jays next year, no doubt. And, uh, you know, I don't think there's going to be much of a learning curve at the Major League level either.
0: Well, and at least at the plate, and we'll see how the defense comes along. And, and it's good if he has... A little bit of a, an up and down to see how he adjusts in, in AAA. Uh, Scotty, you never want to wish a slump on somebody, but it'd be, it, it'd be nice to see kind of how he handles some sort of adversity. We don't want him to go hitless for, you know, 20 games or something like that. But is that, is there a value there as well? You can't plan for that, obviously, but to be able to see how he reacts in AAA, I think would be interesting.
1: You sound a little bit like Ross Atkins there. I mean, that, that's <laughs> oh how God! They kind of, I apologize. Uh,
0: <laughs> Never mind. I take it back. <laughs>
1: that's how they. they, they that's how they kind of how they kind of spun the uh, the injury back in July that you know this would be a learning experience for him and and kind of you know a, a low moment that he'd have to learn from and uh, you know I, I, I do I do believe in it a little bit. I'm, I'm not uh, I'm not totally making light of that, but uh, you know I think uh, every every baseball person, every person in the front office. They never want to see their prospects get, you know, fly through the minor league and then struggle at the major league level because your struggles are so much, you know, there, there's a spotlight on you uh, right. when you struggle at the major league level. You know, there's pressure that comes along with it. There's always that, uh, you know, fear in the back of your head that, that you're going to be demoted. Um, you don't have those when you struggle in, in minor leagues. So, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I put it this way, I don't think Vlad is going to struggle But if you consider hitting 320, 330 compared to 420, 430 in AA, if that's a struggle, yeah, you know, he's going to have to adjust. And and essentially the the thing with AAA is you face more advanced breaking balls and you face more advanced sequencing. Um, You know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of arms that have been in the major leagues and he will be sequenced differently than he was in AA. You get a lot more throwers. Um, you know, big time prospects in double A, but they're not sequencing at this point. Right. So this is, this is what he's going to see, uh, you know, over the next, uh, you know, three weeks in triple in A. And, uh, you know, that's going to set him into the off season. And it'll be interesting to see where he goes and plays winter ball. But yeah, this is a needed step. I, I think, you know, Ross Atkins and Mark Shapiro talked about it, um, you know, quite a bit saying they wanted to get him to triple A. And I don't think that's just um, you know talk to to really uh kind of delay the service time i really do think they believe that that level was important um, is it important for him to be there for an extended period no um, right now we're we're just trying to uh they're just trying to get through the season and you know uh, you know kind of quell this talk about about bringing him up because of uh you know the business considerations they have as well
0: Right, and, and get him that exposure. It is, it is valuable. In conversation with Scott Mitchell, our TSN 1050 Blue Jays reporter on Twitter, at Scotty Mitch TSN. Well, let's move to the big club and a prospect who has come up behind the plate, Danny Jansen. Scotty, two games, three hits, and his first dinger last night against the Kansas City Royals. What have you made of the young catchers' of first couple games?
1: Well so it's been a great start and you know that's why um you know a couple of probably about six weeks ago I, I had a couple of days where I, I used the the hashtag free Danny Jansen because <laughs> um, you know th- this guy's this guy's shown he's ready and uh you know he's he's getting his uh you know kinda long awaited opportunity because I think, you know, if you didn't have Russell Martin um, with the contract he has, and you didn't have Luke Maley really showing that he's a capable major league backup, which you know sounds okay. Well, why do you care if he's a capable major league backup? Because there's not a lot of those guys around, mm-hmm. so he does still have value. You can't you weren't just gonna jettison him um, just to accelerate the timeline of a prospect, and you know having too much depth. Is definitely a good problem, but Danny Jansen has shown in the first half of the season that he was ready. And, you know, this is what he is. The, the guy is a, a well rounded player. And, uh, you know, I talked about it on, on Scotty Mack's show yesterday. Uh, this is a guy who, you know, isn't going to wow you with, with anything. Um, you know, he's not yet or Melina behind the plate. He's not going to, you know, wow you with his arm. He's not a, you know, plus plus defender. Um, he's not going to hit uh, 30 home runs. He's n- probably not going to hit. 300, but he does have that capability. That's, that's probably where his strength lies is with the hit tool, the ability to get on base. Um, you know, I, I said maybe 280, 15 home runs. Um, that's the type of guy you're getting with, with um, you know, okay defense. And, and that's a very valuable player in this day and age, especially when you can get on base. And when you look at the Blue Jays' struggles over these last two years offensively, getting on base has been the thing. Um, you know, they have had some power but they've been near the bottom in the American League and on-base percentage, and, and Danny Jansen's a, a good start to, to help rectify that, especially if he can catch on quickly and not go through any really um, extended learning curve. And, you know, based on a, the very small sample size of two games, it looks like he's going to be able to run with this.
0: I would take that. 280, 15 homers? Jeez, that sign me up. That, that'd be all right. Now, Scotty, what is it, the backstop, the catching situation, do you think looks... For the Blue Jays next year, Russell Martin playing third now, of course, with Donaldson out, and uh, that's that's not a long term answer. But what is it going to look like next year? Is it going to be Jansen and Martin backing him up for for one more year?
1: Well, well, I think it'll be interesting. You, you have to look at uh, obviously Russell Martin has one more year on his contract, twenty million dollars, and you know he's essentially uh, guaranteed to be around next year. Mm-hmm. And when you look at Luke Maley, um like i said he's he's proven that um you know he's at least a capable major league backup and when i say capable major league backup um you know he's not going to do much with the bat he's had his moments this year uh you know 230 but this guy the 230 hitter um you know maybe a, a handful of home runs and, and that's what you expect uh, the offensive bar um for production uh, you know behind the plate is is just so low and when you come with Maley's um, ability to handle the pitching staff and, uh, you know, be a, an above-average defender, obviously that has value. Now, do you go into the off-season seeing what you can maybe get for Luke Mealy? Um, You know, the, it's not going to be a huge market, but, you know, there's teams always looking for catching, and then do you say we're bringing back Danny Jansen and Russell Martin as kind of that 1A, 1B? Um, you know, you would expect uh, Jansen to, to get the, the lion's share of, of the reps, but you know, do you expect Jansen to play maybe 100 games and, and Russ gets 62 behind the plate and then obviously can, can dabble elsewhere when, uh, when he's needed? Or do you bring Jansen and Maley back and make Russ Martin uh, strictly a, uh, you know, a utility guy who can play a little bit of third, catch a day or two, uh, play a little bit of second? Uh, you know, I don't see any reason why, why Russ Martin couldn't play, play left field if, if needed. Uh, so i think that's the that's the kind of the equation you look at heading in, into the off season and you you kind of have to map out the playing time and I, I think probably uh the conversation is one you need to have with Russ Martin in the off season and see if he's open to that and he's has been on the record this year saying he thinks that you know, by the end of his career, he's going to be strictly a utility player. So um, I, I would guess that you bring all three of them back and you try to fit R- Russ Martin on the roster, at least in spring training, and, and see where things go.
0: Awesome stuff as always, Scotty. Thanks so much. Anytime, man. Take care. All right. Scott Mitchell, TSN 1050 Blue Jays reporter on Twitter, at Scotty Mitch TSN.